You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You are now rocking with the queen and it's time to get real. Real. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to 30 Flooding and Thriving. It's your girl, AB. And today we have a very special episode. Uh, today it's Detroit Behind the Music, all about what's going on in the industry. Um, so I have some special guests with me and more on the way. So I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to introduce themselves. We'll go ahead and start with Floss. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And... Uh, can you hear me? Nah. I can't really hear you. Okay, there we go. All right. Yeah. Um, go by the name Floss a lot. Uh, been doing music 25 years. Um, run Federation Music Group. Um, got a deal as of right now uh, with Rock Nation. Um, got four artists on the label. Okay, so when you say you've been doing music 25 years... Spending money on music for 25. <laughs> I've been doing it longer than that, but spending money on music, 25 years. Okay. So how did, when you started doing music, how did you start? Um, a school talent show. Okay. Were you in the talent show? No. I, I, okay. So what's, what's funny is, um, one of my best friends now was in it and he wasn't my best friend at the time. Yeah. We actually figured this out years later, but, uh, went to a school, a middle school um, talent show, and one of his groups was the group that was up. So, you know, I watched them perform, and after that, I was like, oh, I want to kind of do this. You know, I want to get into this. Uh-huh. So I kind of like, um, I wasn't doing music at the time myself, but I had a uh, one of my other friends was a rapper. So whether I, whether I knew it or not, but I was going around setting up all his shows and his mm-hmm. battles and, you know, we battle in the lunchroom. So I was managing them at the time, basically. So so you've always kind of been behind the scenes and helping others kind of develop their talent yes, and yes, manage them. Yes. That's that's dope. Yes. That's dope. So that's yes. your strong suit then. Cool, yeah. cool. All right. Like since I was 13. <clears throat> like <All> literally. <laughs> that's cool. All right. So we're going to turn it over to Larik, right? Yeah, because I said yeah. it, I said it wrong yeah. on the video. I had to redo that video a couple times. My bad, y'all. That's all good. Though. So tell us about Larik. Well, um, I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, um, musician. Got my own, uh, my own entertainment company, Species Entertainment. Shout out to my team. Got about five artists under me. Um, so I'm an artist myself, and I pretty much, I mean, I'm actually an actor too, and a writer, and you know, a bunch of stuff. So pretty much everything that do has to do with entertainment, I've uh, pretty much done it. So how long you've been in the music industry? Um, telling my age, but I got twenty one in. Twenty. Oh, I started dang. young. Awesome yeah. vets. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we, vets. Hey, we we ain't no rookies. We've been Definitely. doing this right for us. Definitely. Hey, right. Yeah. You know. Okay, so now you are an artist, but you also manage artists. So yep. tell me how you balance that with being an artist yourself, and then also putting kind of all of your effort and behind the artists that you manage. Well, you know what the thing is, for, for, I can't speak for nobody else, but for me, I love the artist development side. So I love to take an artist who has potential and you know make their you know make their dream come true. You know, 
produce the songs, write the songs, help build their confidence, stuff like that. My my first success story as far as uh, developing artists was actually Tierra Marie, which was an artist from uh, Detroit who eventually went on to uh, get signed by Jay-Z um, for Rockefeller and all that. You know, mm-hmm. when, when I got T, she was 15, and we worked with her. Me, hell of a Mike Litt, developed her from 15 to 17. And then next thing you know, she was signed to Jay-Z. So that was my first success story. So like every, but I, I you know, I had artists before her, but that was the one that, you know, kind of, so I love, I love that process. Now to answer your question, because I'm an artist, I'm, I'm not a selfish individual though. So it don't always got to be about me. I've been mm-hmm. like floss. I've been behind the scenes and I've been in front of the scenes and everything. So if right. you love the process, it's not a hard transition. Right. You know? So. So flowers tell me is now you say you manage four artists. No, I have four artists on my label. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, four yeah. artists on your label. Yes. So yeah, do too. you actually manage artists then as well? Okay, so um I don't manage, but I I play the role of a manager to get the artists where they're supposed to be. Okay. okay. So I kinda like fell into that place because um it's kinda hard to find somebody with the drive and ambition right, that right. I have. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether before I pass it on to somebody else who right. Who's gonna wake up and go have fun first to go before he do the job? I rather do it myself. Right. So I don't manage, but I manage. So, mm. so, so, like the thing about that is funny because we're in the same position with that. Like technically, because I got you know four people on my label, well five people on my label too. Thing is, is it's technically a, a conflict of interest to be the label and the manager at the same time because the manager is supposed to be the go between right. on behalf of the artist to the label. Yeah. What it is is we have the experience of being able to manage so the managerial component is kind of built in. Mm-hmm. So we don't, definitely, you definitely. feel me? That's, that's definitely. What it it comes natural. Yeah. yeah, that makes you know? sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all have managers that you like to work with more so than others? Like managers that you know that they are going to work well with you because they, of how they manage their artists or do you just... No. 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 That's why... That's I, why I, we are what we are. That's why we are what we are. That's why I tend to do it myself because it's like... Okay, so... <clears throat> Not a slight this, but the new generation don't grind like the old generation. Mm-hmm. Period. So it's like Period. it's like somebody new doing music, they don't take it as serious as we do. But like do, I wake up and go to sleep to this. So this is a sincere question, though. Do they have to? Because the industry has changed so yes. much. And what you have to do to to get on now is different than maybe it's even, what you it's had even, to do It's even worse. Ago. You actually got you to gotta put in more. See, 20 years ago. 20, 30, 40 years ago, before me, even me and Floss got on the scene, the execs was here, the the industry was here, so they could go and doo-wop on the, on the corner of Finkel and Grand River, and an and exec might be walking down the street or drive by hearing them, be doo 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 and they was, oh, <laughs> we like you, we signed you, put you, mm-hmm. boom, put you on. It ain't like that no more. Right. Yeah. Well, well, well the internet creates artists now. Yep. Right. Popularity. Yeah. So, so so that's so, the thing. So, so a lot of people feel like they can get on if they just get one viral video. Because it's a thin line between viral and talent. Yeah. Amen. Very yeah. thin. Hey, that shit again. Can we it's almost that? transparent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hit that yeah, bell. Yeah, my bell left. Hey, you need a bell. Get a homie a bell. We all need bells. for everybody here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay. So let me ask you this. So y'all both been in the game 20 plus years. Both from Detroit? Yes. Yeah. Born and raised? Born and raised. Okay, yeah, cool. Born and raised. Um, both have your own labels. Both do very similar things. Yeah. Is there any competition? No, no, not at all. Me and him crossed paths many times. We didn't play music for each other. Period. Yeah, it's all. It's always been love for since forever. Since <laughs> since we first met. Yeah, we, I, I, the, I respect what he do. He respect what I do, and we always had love for one another. Yeah, literally. Yeah. You know what the thing is? Is when, when I and, and I'm sure he would agree. One of the reasons why the Detroit music scene hasn't been as successful 
as people like, you know, from Atlanta, like they are jailed together and, and merged. Like the competition thing that they do here, like everybody, like they'll play a record that you have another cat that they ain't even listening to the record you playing. They fishing through. They want to hurry up and play there so they can show you that they hot too. Yeah. And it's not about that. Like that irritates my soul. I respect uh-huh. everything that, that he done done and brought to the table. And, Same and likewise, vice versa. Yep. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like, now, now you think about this. Uh, what, what was that Captain Planet? With our powers combined, you realize we wouldn't even, <laughs> listen, in Detroit, we wouldn't even need a record company or the industry well, at all. We would create, if everybody connect together, we'd create our Man, own industry. What? Right. So right now, we don't have an industry. Period. Because everybody taking the ball, running, going separate ways with it. So do y'all feel like y'all work together because y'all are just dope people and it's a lot of other people that like just are because well, like y'all said basically if everybody was to come together there would be an industry well, and it would be we we kind of understand what it takes to put what you got to put into music and we respect one another from right. that purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't respect somebody else's grind right. because right. the grind now is through a cell phone. Right. Right. You know, I know for a fact he wakes up every day and go Period. from the time he wake up to the time he sleep mm-hmm. on music. Whether Period. I whether I'm there or not, I just know this. Yeah. And the same vice versa. But there's guys who wake up and they put a post up on Instagram and it's if they're carrying a gun or whatever yeah. that's making them popular, they good with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? This, this, I, I want yeah. mine's off of pure talent. Yeah. I'm looking right. for talent, not a gimmick. So how do you determine first of all, how do you find talent? Um you know what? Actually, talent finds me. Yeah. I was because, about to say. Yeah. Because if you go looking for it, you're going to look forever. So it's like I kind of just walk by faith and something crossed my path. And I, I, I pay attention to the talent, but the, over that is the hunger of the artist. Okay. So what captures your attention? Like, is it somebody... Because, you know, a lot of people that listen to the show are um, aspiring artists or, or trying to be in the music <clears throat> industry one way or another. And so they're all everybody's trying to get on. And, right. and people, I think, are becoming confused because they don't really know how to reach people. And I feel like there's a lot of I don't want to say scams, but it is kind of like, OK, pay me one hundred dollars and I'll play your song. But well, then see, all that yeah. the audience is a bunch of other artists. So nobody's actually listening with any intent to find talent. Well, OK, so every every person I have ever found talent that had talent, wasn't on the radio, wasn't already doing mm-hmm. something. They was being themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I picked up on them being them, mm-hmm. and they was dope at that. Right. So I don't want somebody who has to get in character to be dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you got it, you got it. Right. And I'm I'm paying attention to your your talent or your gift to understand where you should be at. Mm-hmm. And that's what I look at. And and then and then for me, um, See, first of all, you you got to be talented, yeah, but the the hunger and the humility is the part of it. That's a big part too, for sure. Because I mean, d- dude over there always fly. Mm-hmm. He always flies a lot. But guess what? Nobody could ever say that dude don't have a certain humility about him to where he's not approachable. And mm-hmm. and, and artists artists don't understand that you had to have the balance uh, of of both. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it can't, it, you know, it's it's okay on your record. You know, I'm I'm the best. You know, I'm that hot nigga. I'm I'm the one. I I ask artists this all the time. You know how many people say that that they the best and and they they number one in in their songs. Now I'm not knocking it, but if you actually break it down and think about it, how is it possible for over one million people to all be number one? It's not even about being the best. It's about being confident. In your craft, because if you yeah, don't believe in you, say, nobody else gonna believe. Being definitely. the best in your craft, being Period. the best at being yeah. you. I Period. think that's definitely. that's. 
Like that's key right there. Yeah. <laughs> Give me one, Floss. Come on. Come be on yourself. <laughs> Definitely. That confidence, that hunger has to, it's something that it's it's not about necessarily a swag. It's something deeper than that. It's deeper than just looking good. It's deeper than the appearance. It's it's really who you are internally and what you bring to the table in terms mm-hmm. of your ability to be authentic and to be true to you and have that that kind of now, now hold on, I gotta piggyback off that one. Because you just said one thing. You said it's, it's deeper than the appearance. I'm gonna have to well, like reverse <laughs> ding that one because and I'm sure he agreed with me. Listen, image as far as calling yourself being an artist is everything. Everything. But, bro, but that, everything. I think no, for a I'm, lot of I'm people that has to be developed though. Because no, it, yeah. it does. But but you you have to you can't give somebody a certain swag. swag. They gotta have it. You gotta Okay, that's have true, that's true. It. So yeah. I take the back. So you do gotta have your own your own like Period. innate swag. However, I think so, it's different. So so it's kinda like when we find an artist, it's kinda like uh looking at the Mona Lisa. <clears throat> it's not a real beautiful woman on there. Right. But you have to convince them and make them believe and bring it out of them mm-hmm. that this is a priceless situation and sell it. Right. So so it's like um, sometimes artists driven by money that bring swag out. Mm-hmm. But those is, is some is some that just show up that just have like just regular they just say that. regular stuff. Yeah. They have aura. that aura yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that has it. It's the it you got to have the it the factor. It factor is then real. then you, you bring that out to show the world who they really are. So do you feel like um, in a, a virtual society, an online world, is it hard to, if you see somebody, maybe somebody tags you like an Instagram post or something and you happen to go look at their video, is it hard to, to get gauge that it factor from a video or no, from you an online have persona? It or you don't. So you think without meeting somebody in person, you can watch them and you can know if they got it or okay, not? Okay, so so here's the thing. No, I rather no. I rather meet them in person because, like he was just saying, outside of the talent, there's the humble, the humility, the mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. That plays a long part because I I I probably had probably fifteen twenty artists over the years, mm-hmm. and some of them had it, but who they were as a person was not a good person, uh-huh. and it, it yeah. killed the whole situation because. Uh-huh. Like you said, like he was just saying, like I've been a millionaire two times in my life, working on the third one again, and I can sit here and be the humblest guy because mm-hmm. I understand that first of all, money don't make me. You know what I'm saying? I'm me. Right. Me. There's nothing else valuable in this world than <clears throat> me and you know what I created, my kids and all that. But you know, so I go off that. So I would have to meet the person to know who they are and everything. Okay. So here's a, here's a, here's an example. When I found Nisha Nache, mm-hmm. she had two songs. I couldn't judge her off the two songs. I judged her off who she was and her story. So how did you find Nisha? On Instagram. Okay. So you just came across a post and was like, oh. No. I Okay. So prior to that, I was working with an artist named Pablo Skywalker. Mm-hmm. He was popping. Um, his mom got involved. We kind of had a uh, decision-making you know, separation thing. And so she went her way. I went mine. So I put up a post saying, I want to work with the next R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Everybody started shooting me text messages, <clears throat> songs. Nisha was one of them. I listened to two records and got on the phone with a few people. So I heard her story. And that's how I picked her. Oh, okay. off, off her story. Real quick, before we get any further, we have two guys that just walked into the studio. So I want to give them an opportunity to introduce yourselves. So just kind of. Say who you are and what you do, and then we'll move on to the next, and then we'll get back into the conversation. Uh, my name is uh, Money Game DJ. I'm MGM Fat Boys Badinger, also uh, CEO of Money Game Music Group. I'm um, MGM Fat Boy. I'm the artist, CEO of the company. So, 
Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. So basically to, to fill y'all in, we're just kind of talking about, uh, you guys are both born and raised in Detroit, Detroit mm-hmm. based. Okay. How long have you been doing music in, in one way or another? Uh, since like 2012. Okay. So, so about 2012 and what about you, February? Like 2012, we've been messing with the music, but I just started being an artist myself like the last year and a half. So what was your role prior to that? Financer. Like I was putting up a lot of the money for the okay. studio time, the artists, things of that nature. And what made you transition from being kind of behind the scenes to wanting to be an artist? I made one song playing because I'm like the strip club guy. So I made a song playing around and then it just kind of took off and everybody <laughs> was just vibing with it. So it went from that to me just telling my story completely. So And me just pushing them, telling them uh, that the opportunity is there for them. And since the opportunity was there, I just felt like that, um, you know, he had the juice at the moment. So he just had to, you know, we had to just work with what we had. So I had to try to make him believe that he can be an artist because that was the hardest part because he didn't believe he can really be an artist because he was just stuck on being, you know, the executive side. But it's working out, though. Okay, okay. Um, So basically to fill y'all in, just, just we're kind of talking about, like, the whole industry and how it's changed. You guys, we got um, Floss and Reek here have been in the game for over 20 years. So obviously a lot has changed. Do you feel like anything in the past, you know, five, six years since when you first started until now, what kind of changes have y'all seen? Social media presence. Like it's like, it's a lot easier for a lot of artists to get on with the social media, the SoundCloud, the the way the music is distributed <laughs> nowadays versus, versus when Floss dropped, uh, 4.6 when he was talking crazy and had us all <laughs> swerving in our cars in high school and going right. crazy. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have the opportunity. Him, E-Dub, Al Nuke, and Al Nuke doing his thing right now. So it's the social media that's kind of really getting everybody up out of here. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just the social media presence that's helping plateau people to that next, uh, that next level. But you got to have that humbleness about yourself. Mm-hmm. So what would, for those of you who have been in the game for over 20 years, what would you say social media has done for the industry? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Does it make it easier? Does it make it harder? Um, I would say it's it's good and bad. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a good thing because it's, it's offered opportunity to some everybody. Like, I mean, um, artists popping up every day. Actually, you don't even need a label, like a, a major label, to even sign you today. Mm-hmm. And you can do Make the millions. same thing just mm-hmm. off the Internet and right. the same way. What would you say for somebody who is in a position de- deciding whether they want to stay independent or they want to sign with a label? What are some of the benefits or advantages and disadvantages of signing with a label versus being independent? Okay, so here's my situation. Um, I had an artist that was popping before I signed to a label. Um I had all the freedom to move how I thought and felt I should move, which created the momentum for this artist. The moment I signed with a label, I became stuck in a 60 to 90 day term on decision making. Mm-hmm. So the artist died down because mm-hmm. if they have an idea for the next 60 to 90 days, I have to follow that idea, whether <laughs> it works or not. Mm-hmm. I just can't jump in front of them and do whatever because there's 50,000 behind that 90 day idea. Right. So if it don't work, I'm losing. Then yeah. when it don't work, they got to go back to their boardroom meetings and figure it out. But in the midst of that, there's another artist on their label that's popping. So the budget gets transferred mm-hmm. when I get stuck. 
So yeah. truthfully, I would never sign a record label to a record label again unless the artist is already in momentum and already popping, and that way I can negotiate the terms how I want them. So do you feel yeah. like that's how how a lot of artists get get signed and then shelved? Yeah, of course, like, yeah, of course. Sure. They get then, they get shelved because of the the label don't jump in on their momentum and know how to capitalize off of it. See, so when they die, they move on. Yeah. And whose responsibility do you feel like that falls on? Should that fall on the manager? Like whose responsibility is it? Is it the label's responsibility? No, it's to it's, a, it's it's totally the label, but they got fifty other artists. You see, yeah. and and, the, and, the, and this is what I would say too. I think that um, artists that are trying to get in the game and, and the end game is getting signed and, and you know getting out there I think that they putting the cart before the horse, the horse totally like Definitely. first of all first of all you gotta be in the game because you love this shit if you Definitely. love this shit then you could give a fuck whether you sign or not you can give a fuck whether you got you know what I'm saying whatever in your pocket cause the, 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 the purity of just doing it out of love people are gonna gravitate towards that They your energy gonna be out there so it's not about a deal it's about you believing in you, mm-hmm. and then organically just putting getting music out. Yeah, to the getting world. it out, getting it well, out there. Well, the only thing a deal can help you today is give you the money to put up. And if you got your own money, you don't need them because mm-hmm. because I was in a situation where I watched them spend money on things I could have spent money on myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I kept asking this: Where's the magic button? Because I always see artists that get signed and then they blow up. Yeah. So I'm like, where's the magic button? They like, there is not. There's not. There's no button. It's just the money. It's just the mo- the money. But here's the thing: Spend by the time the right they introduce the artist to you, they already been popping and signed. You just didn't know it. So they're actually waiting on the artist to take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a few Detroit artists now that sign, but nobody knows it. Okay. But they're moving. At accordingly mm-hmm. but the moment they announce that they're signed the expectations change yeah. so now everybody looking at this artist like why you ain't got a song with Jay-Z mm-hmm. why you ain't doing a song with Rihanna yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what happens so mm-hmm. now yeah. now what you're doing now is no longer good yeah. because mm-hmm. you're signed so show me something great well, that's kind of what happened what... with the Doughboys though no, it happened yeah. with everybody like, yeah. like when oh, yeah. Doughboys got signed and you know, with Jeezy, everybody was, oh, why the expectations went through the like that? Why? Yeah. So, you know, and then it's, I can imagine that's hard as an artist because, yeah. you know, you might be in a situation where, like you say, everything might not be working out financially because they got 60 to 90 days to decide what they're going to do with you every step of the way. And then you got people back at home. Oh, why you ain't doing this? Why you, like you said, why you ain't got a song with Jay Z? Why you ain't on the song with Rihanna? You know what I'm saying? Right, but you, right. And then you steady trying to work, and then you got all these critics, you know what I'm saying, beating you down. So, well, I you can, know, you know why that, why that is, is their motivation is wrong from the jump. See, they think that I'm a, you know, let me get in, let me grind, get it, get it, get it. And when I get the deal, I gotta kick, you know, I can kick my feet up and, and chill. When you actually get the deal, that's when you got to work the hardest. Like, hard so, so, you so, gotta so, work super period, hard. Period. So, so, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so, so, look, at the end of the day, the key is get in, work hard, work harder. And then when you get done working hard, work even harder. And, and, and when your legs get weak, that's when you keep going even harder. Yeah. And when yeah. your hands when kicks can't, don't in. work no more, use the nubs. <laughs> like, you can't stop. Right. Yeah, definitely. Period. Right. Right. You never stop fighting. <clears throat> it's a grind every day. That's why, you know, you see artists is like Beyonce ain't took a break. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, it's a grind every day, especially when you 
want to be on a certain plateau in the game. Yeah. I guess it all depends on, you know, where you see yourself at. I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree with Floss though. You got your own money. You really don't need a label. You could do a lot of stuff on your own, like E40 and a couple other artists did it out the trunk forever. If you, you got your own money and hustle, you good. That's it. Yeah, and you, believe you, and you believe it or not, someone able to do it without the money is just with the hustle. Yeah, definitely. It didn't happen. I mean, you got TuneCore right now. You can go drop drop it on TuneCore. Right. If you got a, if you got access TuneCore. to playlists on Spotify, yep. um, everything is social media. Everything but, is is on your phone now, mm-hmm. so you can run a label off your phone. Technically, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, what would you say for somebody who's who's an artist, but then you've also you know are on the other side of it? Is there one that's easier than the, than the other? You know what? Look, this 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 really what it came down to. So, you know, we were just talking earlier. You just came back from London. I just came back to, uh, from from ATL, and I know floss move around all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not even about the music; it has nothing to do with it. Right. People don't listen. It's called yeah, the music definitely. industry. Yeah. Right. Guess what? The industry side of it is ninety eight percent. Yo, your music is only two percent. Yeah. So. I'm just giving an example of me. Mm-hmm. I went down there for a, uh, A3C in mm-hmm. Atlanta. I didn't even plan on performing. They they requested for me to perform. I wound up, you know, doing <clears throat> the, the remix that I did to Kendrick. But when we was down there, one of my artists, Drew, yep. Drew performed. Okay. Went down Dope. there and killed it. But guess what? The performance was the smallest thing that occurred down there. Oh, I'm sure. It was minuscule compared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we was with Wu-Tang all day. Wu-Tang manager took the Drew, liked him, like, oh, man. And guess what? The song... The song represented Drew, but at the same time, I did the beats. He was like, oh, man, your production dope. So guess what that did? That opened it up wide open. So you right. got to look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. We down there with RZA. We all this. RZA, they've been in the game 25 years, but guess what? He he doing movie scores and stuff like that. Now, mm-hmm. RZA's manager, because I went down there with Drew, heard a beat that I did. So he can go to RZA and be like, yo, when you score in that next movie, get a couple beats from him. Right. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do yeah. with the performance. And yeah. it had, you, you feel me? Absolutely. So, so sometimes it's about being in the right space yeah. at the, the right, right time. Turn. Then, then, yes. then we down there making the right connection. And then, and then this mm-hmm. chess moves. And I'm, 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 a, we can move on the next thing. So, hey, you know, we, we, uh, I don't know, did, Floss, did you ever use to hoop at Oak Park? Yeah, definitely. All right. So, get, so back then, you did, you know, Kid, Kid Vicious, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know him as Marcus because. That nigga had a crossover. Nobody could stay in front of this dude. Nobody. Right. right. And guess what? I was the one with the purple Vince Carter jersey flying in and dunking on everybody because I thought I was Vince. Right. Okay. So so we get the A3C. I see Royce up on the stage and I'm like, I'm like, yo, okay, okay, cool. He, man, we we repping and everything. And I was just telling Drew, I was like, man, I wish I wish Marcus was here because you know, I would just run up to him and reconnect. And then right. I looked on the stage, Markton got stick. Yeah. That's yeah, kid yeah, vicious. I yeah. said, bro, he up there. I said, watch this. Chess move. Now, Royce hometown or hometown dude, I don't know Royce. Mm-hmm. I know Marcus. So as soon as they came off the stage, I was like, Drew, watch this. Walk right past Royce, stood in front of uh Vicious, and was like, Marcus. He looked, I took my shade down. He was like, yo, boom, reconnect. So guess what? At the end of the day, now if I need to do anything, right. if mm-hmm. if, it, if, it, if there's a link with Royce, that's gonna go through. I don't have you. You see me? It's mm-hmm. chess moves. This, this game ain't mm-hmm. this game ain't checkers. It's chess. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's one thing I learned though. Just even just being new in the game, you know, mm-hmm. it's all about relationships mm-hmm. and just building connections. Like I tell them all the time, like man, music is small percentage of it. Man, it's all about the business. 
side of it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, and I think that's why a lot of artists end up getting cheated out of their money and everything because Absolutely. they don't take the time out to learn. <clears throat> they don't understand. They you don't know, the business side, they don't take out the time to learn about publishing and, mm-hmm. you know, what they rice is, is, you know, and how they get their money. And so, and that's what I did. I took the time out to re-educate myself and, you know, I mean, the first time when I first started, I reached out to Floss. I reached out to a couple of people, you know, that, that was in the city doing their thing, man. Mm-hmm. And and Floss was a real dude, man. I always respected this guy, man, because he, he oh, like M, sure. you know, he, he <laughs> you know, he, he did me back, though, man. You know, he, you, he asked my question, man, and he told me whenever I need to know some more, you know, to hit him up. <clears throat> you know, you don't get a lot of those type of people, man, right. in this game, man, because. Everybody looking to make a dollar, you know, it's always, yeah, I know the secret. So, you know, I tell you for a couple of dollars. Right, you know right, what I'm right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, when you find a person that's willing to, you know, give you a little game, man, that, that's always good. So them connections is, um, it's important. Definitely. For sure. So now, because a lot of this is about the industry, uh, would you say that, Obviously, what keeps you in it is the passion, right? So is it that you're passionate about music? You're passionate about the business? Like, what is it that really keeps you in 20, 25 years going strong, despite the fact that I know it's a lot of bullshit you got to deal with, and there's a lot of ups and downs, and there's probably a lot of missed opportunities, maybe, or opportunities? Well, well with, with, with me, um, okay, so so this, 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 is, this is the funny thing. I spent well over a million dollars into the music business trying to get in it. So that's love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my overall was I like to do shit that I win at. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, I got a love for music, and until I win, I'm going to keep going at it. Now, have you always done music full time? Yes. Always. My whole, I got yeah. kids that was raised off my whole career. Man, I'm one of them. I remember being in <laughs> yes. elementary school yeah. and you don't want to see me in my four points. Hey, Bob, Mr. Putt, want to buy Ball like King Tuck. Nigga, what? Two rollies, somebody better home. <laughs> you know Every Shit, day yeah. we heard that song. Yeah, like, for sure. So that's, that's you know, it's 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 it's, it's got to be in your heart. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's something that I, you know, some people wanted to play basketball. Some wanted to play football. Music was me. <clears throat> that was my thing. I think we've been around it. We've been around it for like 10 years now. So... Like we started with Baby Ray and Costa Nostra, Lil Mike, Mike, Billy mm-hmm. Dudes, three. We we was always we was part of that franchise, and then we went out on our own. We was doing our own events, throwing parties and stuff, and then like <clears throat> music been, always been a part of like entertainment with us, anyways. Like so, we right. always was wrapped up in the situation, whether it was throwing parties or being on concerts or doing whatever. So, and like you said, it's it's the love of it, it's the passion. Mm-hmm. You know, like yep. the like the, the me personally, the smiles I get, the love, the fans, like it's a couple kids that just really get me got me doing this. Two people that if my music was complete garbage, just their presence and how they make me feel and my kids when they hear my voice and uh, Naira, Drew, when they hear me talking. It's priceless. It's priceless. Like my man told me before, he said he don't know what he'd do if I stop rapping. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, bro, like I be just telling my story, saying, right. you know what I'm saying, doing whatever I'm doing. So he like, man, if you start rapping, I don't know what I'll do. So it's, it's love sometimes. So, That's love. so the answer on, on my side, yeah, you yeah. were asking what? I was going to come to you because I knew you yeah, had something to say. Yeah. You know what? Um, I, I would say the majority of it is is love for sure because um, 
again, it's not even just about the money. It's not really just about the music for me. Like I love the developmental process. I love negotiating deals. Mm-hmm. I love using, you know what I'm saying? It's really mental exercise for me because, you know, being able to look at situations, sizing it up, like I said, it's chess. So I like looking 20 to 25 moves down the down the board, like almost on some domino stuff. Like, okay, so I know that when I say this to him, it's going to cause him to do this. And then I'm going to talk to this person to bring them in and then just pushing it and just watching the dominoes fall. Like that type of fascination right. is what I get from the, from, from the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it, I mean, it, it gotta be about the love. Uh, or everybody's not successful at it, but like I'll use this as an example, and then we can move to the next spot. You you heard of fishing before, right? Mm-hmm. In your opinion, is fishing the fascination with it actually catching the fish? That is the experience. It's the experience of fishing, right? Of trying to catch it. Yeah. So now, if you catch a whole bunch of, you know, my dad a fisherman. Yeah. He'll sit out there for five six hours if he don't catch a fish. He was actually happy with the yeah, process of fishing because cool. half Definitely. the time people just throw them Definitely. back anyway. It's just the it's the experience. So it's the so you know for for us, I mean we could have been doing a lot of stuff. I mean you know gangbang really was all. Me if I had ever heard of fishing though, no, no, <laughs> I was like, no, no, like, oh, like, like, yeah. <laughs> look, look, gangbangers been around us forever. Killers, drug dealers. We could we could have been indulging in all of that different stuff. This is what we loved and kept us yeah. focused on this, this was this what captured the love yeah. right mm-hmm. that's dope. okay that's a good concept okay so what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into the break real quick and we actually have a song from February. it's called broke no more you know that mm-hmm. do you want to say anything or introduce it and this is my single it's been played all on wglb i've been performing it state to state for like the last year so perfect we can get into it okay so we're gonna play that song and when we get back from break we've got two new guests that we're gonna introduce into the conversation Ay, throwing money at the ceiling, spilling champagne on the ground. I've been down, I ain't broke no more. I used to come around, hear them niggas talking down. I'm a motherfucking dime, but they won't no more. Look, throwing money at the ceiling, spilling champagne on the ground. I've been down, I ain't broke no more. I used to come around, hear them bitches talking down. I'm a motherfucking dime, but they won't no more. Bag just dropped, hell yeah, that's what I'm trying to hear. This is my year, and I'ma shine like a chandelier. All them are Rolex, wait, moving both flex. $10,000. Dick in a throat when I come watch her gag like she hitting a 
Champagne on the ground, I've been down, I ain't broke no more. I used to come around, hear them bitches talking down. I'm a motherfucking dime, but they won't no more. Yeah. And we're back. So Again, that was MGM Fatboy, Broke No Mo. And that he's been playing that song all over the country, performing it. It's on WJLB. Um, tell me a little bit about that song. Okay, that's the song that I uh I did that I said like, you know, playing around, we just in the studio. Oh, that was the song, okay. Yeah, me and my guy Rude uh was in the studio. He made the hook. I had wrote the verse like a year ago before my homeboy had passed. And I'm like, man, I'm like no, he ruled the rapper, so I'm like, I'm about to rap this. So I went in there and did the first verse. He like, bro, you about to do a second verse. That's going to be your single. I'm like, I ain't rapping. You know what I'm saying? So then I went in, made a second verse. He was on it. He was like, bro, that's cold. So we got it mixed and mastered. I was working at V-Live with Freddie, you know, throwing parties, managing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And DJ Snook was here. He's a DJ from uh, Houston. Mm-hmm. He was here. So I had put the CD, let me put the, you know, email, email him the music. He played the song. The girls liked the song. They didn't know who it was for a minute. Then they found out it was me. Then all the other local DJs picked it up. So, I mean, it went from there. We Dope. just ran it up from there. Good shit, good shit. Okay, so now I promised everybody we had two more guests joining us after the break. So I want to give them an opportunity to introduce themselves. Oh, shit. Anybody? DJ Limelight, something in the building. You know who it is. RJ Lamont in the building. Okay, so tell me. So, so always tripping. Yeah, I was about to say. So, so DJ Limelight, tell me a bit about your kind of backstory. How long you been in the game? What do you do exactly? Uh, I mean, I've been DJing since like '07. I ain't gonna lie. I went to school in Ohio, uh, Bowling Green. You know, got a degree, and then I was just like, you know, I did that for my mama. I really want to, you know, do music. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So you didn't. So what so did you study at Bowling I did, Green? Uh, communications and business. Okay. So I graduated. I ain't like I dropped out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I got my degree, but uh, you know, just kept it rolling. I did radio at Toledo 97.3. Then I came here. I was doing guest mixes, and then you know, what I'm saying I helped Dej pop off, and then you know, the rest is just we still working. Okay. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, my cousin was a rapper. That's how I got started. He was already popping. He got signed. So, what's your cousin's name? Uh, his name was Toton. He's from Detroit. Yeah, you guys both born and raised. Well, you went to school in Ohio, but y'all both born and raised in Detroit. Oh yeah, I, I'm born and raised here. Yeah, okay. I'm from the east side. From the east side. Yeah. So, how long have you been doing music or in the business? Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I grew up in it. My cousin was a rapper, and I was like, so always. Yeah, since so I was like. 11, 10. Okay, all right. So, have y'all always? I know you I went to school. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, you, I, ain't, I, ain't I ain't know that either. <laughs> Shit. See, it's a small world. It's a small world. Because y'all all know each other. Like, I was literally, when I was trying to put this show together, I'm like, I'm trying to reach out to people, and I don't really, 
know exactly what I'm doing because I just moved to Detroit about two years ago, so I still don't know everybody, but I'm 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 learning and I'm meeting. But as I started putting the pieces together and I was start mentioning like, yeah, I know him, yeah, I know him. I'm like, damn, everybody know each other. Like this is dope. Cause so one of the things that I've been really kind of excited about as I've been starting to kind of pursue this is just how much I feel like the Detroit hustle like the Detroit grind like everybody who is on their shit and about their business is for the most part through my experience really good at looking out for one another and really cool with each other like I haven't I know Detroit gets a bad rap but I haven't really come into a lot of situations where people are like oh fuck that dude or like I ain't fuck with that person like everybody seems pretty legit and willing to look out for one another and cool with one another so I appreciate that and I'm glad that everybody knew each other and was just like yeah he cool he cool we go way back I was like hell yeah this is exciting I love this. It makes me mad. I don't know why Detroit gets such a bad rap because there's so many dope well, ass people here. It's older. It's an old stigma that's on the city. Like, yeah. It ain't the same. But, but the thing is, the funny thing is, especially like, you know, a, a lot of artists lean on the fact that the, the, the rap is there and they kind of use it as the as their like little shield. Like, like don't fuck with me. I'm from Detroit. You know, you know how we yeah, get that's down. True. <laughs> and that's, that's really what perpetuates it. But for real, but don't for get it twisted. Even though everybody's cool, still Detroit, don't fuck with it. <laughs> like, like, look, this, I heard somebody put it this way and I had never heard it, um, being said this way, but it was like, you know, Detroit is for real a mirror. Like you're going to get what you put out. So if you come in on some like cool that. shit, you're going to get cool shit. Yeah. If you come in with that bullshit, you're going to get the bullshit. <laughs> It don't Most matter. Definitely. Look, for it, look from 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 the thugs, from the nine bad. thugs, from whatever. I, 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 any it, look, any anybody know me? I'm not a thug or anything. But if you bring some bullshit, it's a it's a problem. It's gonna be some bullshit, but and for that's sure. for everybody. So right. if you don't cool, it's whatever. We we good. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So let me ask. I want to ask everybody. We'll go around the table um, and ask. What would your if you could give one piece of advice to somebody who wants to be either a DJ, artist, producer, or something of the like, what would be your one piece of advice that you give? And we'll start with you, DJ. Limelights. Uh, I just say you got to have some thick skin to be in this business just because it's so evil, you know? It's evil? It's okay, so evil what, business, you know Talk about, like, something that you have found... That you was just like, damn, that was. I mean, I really, I, re- I mean, you got I, a lot of that. You go through so much. Time on the show. You go through so much little garbage. It's so much of that. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm, I'm used to it. I got, you know, I keep mm-hmm. pushing. So, okay. But that's my so advice. Negativity is definitely there. Like people will tell you in a minute that like, that ain't what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to stay de- doing this and uh-huh. doing that. Yeah. But it's people. Every artist is not gonna be likable. It's it's people that hate Beyonce. It's people that hate. Right. Like, I heard, I heard a kid tell me that they like Jay Z was whack. I'm like, Jay Z, <laughs> like how can you say Jay Z of all people? Like, but he don't know who Jay Z is. He didn't come right. up off that music, so I had to respect and understand his opinion on that situation. So it's definitely like hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Like you gonna either be liked, loved, or hated. Okay. Look, the, the key to it is for real. Don't stop. Floss, no, I don't even gotta say no names. Niggas know around here I done been cheated out of millions because people that built careers off of my shoulders and went and and didn't do the reach back. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that evil evil don't lot. even describe Definitely. what what consists what exists in this industry. But the thing is, is you know, like they say about diamond, you know, you keep pressurizing coal, you get a diamond. I'm I'm for sure a diamond right now because mm-hmm. I had incentive to stop long time ago. Right. You feel me? So you can't stop. That's what I would say. Don't stop. Thick when you don't want to, when you when you want to stop, that's when you should. Keep All right. Going. So thick skin. Don't stop. What would your advice be? Man, educate yourself. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like on I the industry, on the business. This period, just yeah. educate yourself about what it takes to be an artist. You know <clears throat> what your manager is supposed to do. You know what a record label is supposed to do. Just, mm-hmm. just man. educate yourself because. I just think that's the one thing that kills a lot of us, man, is that, you know, like you hear stories all the time about people, man, sell millions of records and they end up broke. New hell. Editions, and yeah. you be like, man, how the fuck is he broke, man? This motherfucker was hot as hell. And, but that's because, man, when you're not educated on how that money get trickled down, when you're not educated on <laughs> the budget, you know, cause, you know, the crazy thing about it is, is I remember watching, um, the movie Ray. And it was one part in there, man, where uh, Ray was talking to the guy that I guess was Lil Richard. Mm-hmm. And Lil Richard told him, like, man, when you get down, sit down with them people and they look you in your eye and they ask you, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You got to know what you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 no, and no, so you got to know what you want out the game and you got to know how to present it to them. Mm-hmm. Because if you go to that table and talking like you don't know what you're talking about, you know right. what I'm saying? They're so going to treat you just like you don't know what you're right. talking about. Be educated, you know? focus, know what you yeah. want. So, Floss, a lot, what would you, what would be your one piece of advice to somebody who was wanting to get into the industry? Uh, I'm kind of with him on that, though. A lot of artists today don't know the difference between what the label do and what a manager do. They think the manager's supposed to spend money. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> the manager man. don't spend a dime. They don't, man. Okay. You Say know, that so again. I'm kind of with him, but my overall is, um, would be do it for love, not the money. Yeah. Because if you're in it for the money, you're going to always hit a brick wall. You're going to always get upset, and you're going to always get cheated. Somebody there to teach you every time. So I, have, I have a question, though, because you said the manager is really not supposed to spend the money, but as somebody who has kind of played that role, have you ever been so passionate about artists that you go ahead and you back them of in course. certain areas? Well, that, that's why I said in, in yeah. certain situations, I was the label, but I played the manager yeah. because I don't. there's nobody else that's going to wake up and do what I do. Yeah. So I'm going to do it myself. Exactly. But if there was somebody, then I would let the manager play his role. Mm-hmm. And he don't supposed to spend no money. He recoups. He 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 gets twenty to thirty percent of depending on what they negotiate out right. of it. But he don't spend money. He brings his his time, his assets, his power to the table to make things right. happen for that artist. Right. right. The label fronts the money for whatever else need to be spent. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think like I get people hit me up, be like, bro, I need you as a manager, bro. All I need you to do is help me get some videos and yeah. spend some money on this. I'm like. No. That's not what I do. Or, 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 or I'd be like, manage what? Yeah. That's the question. Because a lot of people think they need a manager for what? You got shit to manage. What do you got to manage? Right. So you got to have something for me to manage. You got to at least start it off. Go get it, get it popping. Then I can take it to another level. So let me ask you a follow up question. So as an artist, if you could only have like one, one person on your team, whether it be a booking agent or a manager or like whatever, what would you, would it be a manager? Like you got to have a as manager. An artist? Also, as an mean? artist? You asking me? As I'm a- asking you what you feel an artist would need if they could only have one person on their team. One. It ain't no, it ain't no one. Yeah. Cause it's, no that's a, that's yeah. a hard one. But if an artist got one thing, then they lose it. But if it, if it, <laughs> if it, if it, cause, cause here's the thing. Our artists can have me and they're going to get it all. Right. Because I know there's there's so many key elements. I'm so not going to stop at one. I'm yeah. going to do what I don't supposed to do. Right. So you it's know more than saying? just managing. Sometimes you play yeah. the booking agent. You play I mean, all sometimes you, you got to play all Here, of Here's it. the thing. How, how bad do you want it? Yeah. yeah. That's what it depends on. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want it? If you want it bad enough, I'm going to be all y'all in this room. You have right. to. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and even if you're doing a great job, if I feel you slacking, I'm going to do your job too. Yeah. Because I want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll figure it out when it comes. Mm-hmm. But right now, if you need a, a, a step to go up, I'm going to help you. Gotcha. That's it. Especially so I'm going to play every it. part. Especially if you're worth it. Like For you said, sure. I get artists all the time and I'm new. They be, oh man, I need you to manage me. I want you to manage me. And the one thing I tell about them, <clears throat> I tell everybody is, you got to be willing to invest into yourself. Yeah. Right. A lot of people don't be willing to invest into themselves. And I think that would be a lot of yeah. a problem. I know, you know that's a problem. Because I didn't spend probably 200000 this last year just traveling, videos, mm-hmm. rooms, Marketing, all kind of stuff. We didn't just blew money, just having fun, going to clubs, showing jumping up, on shows, we there, jumping on stuff. shows, yeah. doing our own concerts, losing our shirts just to perform in front of these bigger artists. So I know firsthand of the investment process for sure. So, would you, what would your one piece of advice be to from someone who you came from behind the scenes and now you're an artist? Oh, stick to it. So stick, stick to it because, like, I, I started. Picking up money for dancers at a titty bar, and I own a titty bar now. So, like, yo, you could do whatever you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. You could, whatever your dream is, follow behind it. Like I said, my side of this on being with the music, I just want to open the door for my other artists on my label to really get them where they need to be. I'm going to use my mm-hmm. popularity, my finance, and my funding, my whatever I got to do to make this transition easier and smoother for them because I'm going to tell my story, but they really need to tell theirs. Right. They, you know what I'm saying? So it's a, a give and a take. Like right now I'm like, okay, I'm investing this to mm-hmm. get this on the back end, but it's not about the money. Like they said, like right now I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. If it's not fun to you, it's not nothing you want to do. Right. And I'm having fun. No matter whether I'm winning or losing in the situation, I'm having fun. Right. Okay, cool. So RJ Lamont, what would you say? Would be the one piece of advice you would give to a to somebody who wanted to get into the industry. Um, get your money and fuck these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need you to elaborate a little bit. I'm gonna need to hear this too. <laughs> <laughs> That's fuck, a good piece fuck of the hoes as like fuck them, get rid of them, or no, 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 because no. when you got your moment to shine, bro, just run through all. Oh. For real? <laughs> oh. is, that, is that your advice? He said, yeah, it's get over money with. and fuck hoes. When it's over with, it's gonna be over with. Oh. <laughs> but it don't have. But it don't have to be over with. Man, get money and, and make sure you yeah. invest that money too. <laughs> but, <laughs> I ain't say spend the money. Get it? Where the hoes come from, bro? <laughs> they everywhere. But that comes. Crazy, that shit right? comes outside of uh, you. You should get them regardless, right? Man, like I said, that's Mark a, I mean, well, shit. Tripping. I don't that's know. I, my life a little different. No, nah, but if if I had some positive <laughs> advice, it'd be like it'd be shoot a whole bunch of videos. Just shoot a whole bunch of videos. Shoot a whole bunch of videos. videos. I'm, I'm sitting on like six, seven videos. videos right now. You need to put out at least. You need to put out at least like three videos a month for sure. For sure, if you want people to even pay attention to what really? you're doing. Really? Let me just say this: RJ always tripping. Always. I do remember that from earlier when he was introduced. That's, that's I all I can it. tell you. RJ just <laughs> Now you see why. Now, yeah, now you see why. I get it. All right, cool. That was a dope man line right there, bro. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> when hey. you don't have no future and you don't know what's going to happen. I've been there. But yeah, you no don't future, say that. Fuck you know what? He, make, he make dope beats, though. Get beats from him. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Get, get beats from him. For sure. Get money, you know, fuck the, the, hoes, and the, get the beats from him. The advice I don't know. Get beats from RJ, bro. Everybody says some positive shit. Bro. Never put like, you on the music fuck panel. These hoes get this money. <laughs> First time, last time, right? Fuck all you. Just get run. All. Just run through them all. Just fuck it. Just run through them all. Oh my goodness. Oh my um, god. That was your damn, RJ. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. 
I'll drink to that one right there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. So, I don't um, even know where to go from there. <laughs> that, that shit just You're confused like, the fuck out of me right now. It's just like, it, it was like that little, like, little kid. Oh, yeah. How so, you doing today? So, I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so, RJ, you don't have a plan. <laughs> no, I got a plan, but. Oh, I mean, shit. It, just, it, it, it was get money and fuck hoes. <laughs> I mean. That's it. Sums it up, right? You focus on getting your money. I like turtles. But you, you got a, you got a kid now, right? Yeah. He wants more. You, you, you don't want to build for your kid. Get that to going. That's start a different company. You. Start like. That's why you got to get the money. That's the whole point. I mean, I didn't elaborate on what get money mean. I just said. Yeah, that yeah, because money. you yeah. just summed it up to like. <laughs> yeah. What, what I meant was more so just like focus on your money. Like focus on yourself. Like focus on making your own money, bro. Just make it. And don't worry about nobody to like try to put you on because they gonna leave you when they get on for right. sure for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, if you focus on yourself, get your money, get your money up get front. Cheese. Yeah, if I you let that. You know this. This now I'm gonna piggyback on that based on what my a man over here. What's your, what's your name again, bro? DJ. DJ. All right. So look, at the end of the day, this is where you gotta any of y'all artists that's trying to get on. If you have not, and I'm gonna challenge y'all. If you have not went to borders. Purchase the book. It's not even that damn fucking expensive. If only five percent bought listen, that book. If you can <laughs> blow money on hoes and clothes and all of this shit that nobody knows, and you need to go and buy the book. Everything you need to know about the music business by Donald Pisman. Or or it's a few others. Or you can you can just YouTube it now. Yeah. Okay. YouTube it. It's free. Yeah. Free. Look. Look. <laughs> check this out. Because guess what? Okay. I'm, I'm gonna put that in the link. Yeah. I'm gonna put look, that in the link. Look, the description it's, it's, to this podcast, so y'all free. can click on the Sit link. Sit there and listen. Get money, fuck hoes. Look. Look. Because, <laughs> Hashtag that. Get money, fuck hoes. Because, because, because <laughs> we got a lot talk. of gems here. We can drop. <laughs> because real talk. The reason why I said that is if you do not, if you're not willing to sit down and read, because our people don't read enough. But if you're not willing to read and educate yourself about this game, is then get out the game. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. You're not you're not welcome here because what's going to happen is you're going to get in and you're going to get fucked and royally because they're going to be like, oh, yeah, his song is dope. Yeah, yeah, my song is dope. I'm the best. Okay, for real. All right, so uh, you got a publishing company set up. What's that? Mm-hmm. You know, no offense, but get money, fuck hoes. Okay, cool. So I'm going to write up this contract, and, and why are you doing that? Get Sign right here. Hoes. Sign right here. Okay, boom. Then your song come out. you number one in the country. You got this. Yeah, where get my check at? All your money. Is in their account, and you might get a few if you get anything. Oh no! Matter of fact, we spent fifty thousand to two get pop. you there. So two now you owe us. Central. You owe us. You feel me? So you got to educate. The only way you're not gonna get fucked is if you know what to do to not allow allow yourself to get fucked. An attorney, an attorney, attorney told me before. Whatever is within the four corners of the document is the only thing that will stand legally. So if all of the shit that that that's in there ain't there. No matter, like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hook you up. Like, okay, yeah, but what about, what about my publishing? Or what, uh, you know, what I'm gonna get off records? Oh no, get money, fuck hoes. Nigga, sign right there. <laughs> Don't worry, about it. I, I got you, baby. I got you. You, you want some hoes, right? Yeah. I got you. Right. I got you. No. So, what would y'all say for artists who are trying to do it um, independently, or even producers who got beats and stuff out there, and obviously their shit is getting stolen? Like, as far as copywriting your music, like, do y'all... Let, let's give RJ another shot. Go ahead. RJ, oh, okay, no. we gonna. <laughs> I kind of be up on top of my copyright. Like, as soon as the song come out, you kind of I kind of just publish it instantly. Like, as soon as it come mm-hmm. out, so I don't just miss out on so it. So you got it. So, but no, I have been like screwed over. That's why it's good money. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. So I know, like, if you don't register your own songs, or if you don't know about with producers, to be honest with producers, 
is actually the most like messed up like out of the whole entire music music industry in Detroit, especially it's like for producers because all the rappers, all the DJs, everybody else is kind of making money, but the producers ain't really making money because produ- don't nobody really know how to register their music. And right. the people that do yeah. know, that's why ain't I brought it up because I know it's a well, lot of see, people out here getting fucked. Well, look, so I I I I go so far as to say this. I care enough about anybody who's passionate about this industry and particularly care about my city enough. If you don't know, and I'm sure he'll echo this, call and fucking ask. Mm-hmm. I'll answer Simple the question. I don't, I don't, you ain't, nah, hey, you but do? I ain't gonna lie, it ain't that easy because I went years with just asking people and no, everybody was telling me the wrong way to do it. No, I, but we never had a conversation. I yeah, guarantee I know, if me, you, you, yeah, you, but you know, if you, you just call somebody. Yeah. A lot of people ain't gonna tell you. If you don't know, nope, so, nobody's I'm, just gonna I'm, tell I'm you. I'm just giving a public service announcement. <laughs> I am not a lot of people. So I'm, so, I'm Reek. At the so, end of the day, anybody wanna know, I will, I will tell you. So what do they have to do, RJ? Um, for what I learned recently. Wait, I'm not telling them the process. You don't know. Well, see, that's, oh, she yeah. doesn't see one of those people just, and shit. You just became what you don't want to yeah, be. Yeah, that's why I asked you that. Ain't nobody tell me. No, but listen. But listen. you got to tell them. That's you why you're here, though, so we, they, look, like, you gotta... We're the only ones that can change the game. Exactly. Look, the, and, the, and then I got to... I gotta. So what he just said, he said, as soon as the song come out, that's when I publish it. No. It got to be published and the business got to be taken care of before that bitch even come Pay close. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. But a lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of times with like a lot of the artists I be working with, like uh, I think I just did side of CD. I don't even know which songs on the CD yet. But you're supposed to do split sheets, see, as before, they say. They I did split sheets on every beat. Just every beat so, we did. We did like a hundred songs and we just did split sheets on all of them. Well, see, on the split sheet, it's going to tell you what percentage you get of the song. Right. Yeah, but I don't know which one's actually going to use. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, but no, 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 matter. but, but that, and that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because he right. So, so look, if you didn't do split sheets on everything, you got to take two hours out your day, go pull up your ass cap or your BMI and say, it's a song called Studio One. I own 50%. Register. It's 200%. another one called Cleanse. It's 200%, bro. It's 200%. Well, well, it no, 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 depends no, no, on no, ass cap or BMI. It's not. It's, it's not. Ass, ass cap or BMI. 50, so it's 50-50 and 100 I know, my man. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, man. That's 200. Yeah, so at the end. You in here with vets. You feel me? But that's the thing. You got to go in and register whether they come out or not. This is why you got to do it ahead of time. Take the time and do it because guess what? When you shopping it, like you don't know what's gonna come out, and yeah. if somebody randomly call you and be like, "Oh, we gonna, you know, we gonna we gonna put this out." It's already registered. Then, then when you we do get the release date, oh, I got a song coming out on such and such. I own this percentage. I had to do it with Melody. I don't know if y'all heard a uh, Ray J song Melody uh, that Ray J did. Um, I wrote that one before it came out. When I got the called ASCAP, yo, I own this. Woo, 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 boom, and 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 the reason why stuff like that happens is. And this actually happened on two occasions, right before the 2016 uh, um, VMA Awards. Uh, MTV called me up, woke me up. I'm like, hello? Yeah, well, we were made aware that you own such and such percentage of the song Burn Brighter, uh, performed by Pavlova. Like, yeah, that's what's up? Oh, yeah, well, um, the song is going to be played on the, on the VMAs, and we're going to send you the contract, and this is how much you're going to make off it, but we have to get your permission before we hear it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Email it. You got my permission. Boom. They knew that the, that the percentage of the song was already there because it was registered. Because yeah. it was registered. This is why the pre-registration yeah. is yeah. important. Because it was yeah. registered. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Ray J Baby special. Got, VH1 hit me up. Oh, we're going to be using it for this, 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 this. And those are just, so you got to have the business together. Right. You got to have it together, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's why I asked that because I know it's a lot of people who don't make that step mm-hmm. like they completely skip over it and they don't get their percentage they don't get those their are cut. the ones that get screwed because it's people like RJ who don't want to uh, tell yeah, nobody the game you get money fuck yeah. those, you know what I'm saying he don't want to tell hey, nobody listen, the game man look, look, but, real, you know? but real talk though it, this, but this is why 
this forum like this is important because guess what? I want everybody in our city to know what we know. And I'm not saying that we the Don Dada, we the Mecca, end all, be all, ain't about that. But if y'all at least all know what we know, that everybody as a whole is going to kill it. Like, I, I want it to be like, we're, look, after this gone, we all should be like, hey, hey, y'all, let's go to Dubai real quick. Fuck it. Floss, we're going to use your jet. We out. Some power Whoa. moves. Power sure. moves. Let's, let's go right. take a meeting. The reason why we can't do that is because what people want to do is they want to get to their level of success mm-hmm. and then tell everybody else, get like me. Right. No. Why Why would I? Because guess because. what? When you fall... And something happened. There's nobody you else. Can, hey, I, I can't. I can't be like, yo, my man, bro. I need. I need like eighty thousand right now. I'm in. A, I'm in a rough spot. Get like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, That's know, what's gonna happen. I, I hate when people say. I, I hate. You know, you see people, man, like on YouTube and everything. You know, you know, they so called want to give you advice and everything, but they don't tell you the steps. You know, it's like, like you said, AMG like, pay thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Right. game is sold. <laughs> I told, bro. Yeah, but you know, what? at the end of the day, man, Get money you know. But here's the thing about that: your greatest asset is knowledge and information. And a lot of people, especially because I come from like a marketing background, so you give papers and and um, steps and shit away for free because at the end of the day, not everyone knows how to implement that knowledge. Exactly. So you might know it, but people still will pay you to be like, hey, you know, I don't really know how to do this. Like, I know what it is. I know what I need to do. I just don't know how to do it because don't, people don't have the hustle. People don't have the same type of work ethic as you. So people just don't know how to apply that knowledge. I mean, I so you can still get your check. For sure, because not everybody can, but but it's like dropping the and jewels, that, that, giving that people knowledge. That makes person want to deal with you, though. Like, and that's what me, I'm saying. You exactly. tell me, uh, you do X, Y, and Z, and I'm okay, I know I'll do X, Y, and Z, but okay, now I don't know how to get back to A. You got to show me how to get back to A, but I'm going to pay you to show me how to get back Boom, to that's A. Boom, that's a revenue yeah. stream right there. Like, like for instance, it, bam, everybody know, Nisha Nishay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, those who for real, for real know in the hell of a tell you, Tierra Marie got her career because of what Lyric did. Yeah, at the end of the day, boom. Okay, so any artist that want to get on and, and and trying to like, they can ask the right questions to the. It's asking the right questions to the right people, but asking yep. the right questions. Right. Sometimes yep. you don't even know what the fuck to ask because you don't know what's going on in the industry. You just exactly. know, you know, what I'm saying seven mile. You know, Finkel that. that like, well, well, man. from my approach, every artist has a different approach to him. So for sure, you, I can't make a plan for him that you. I made for another artist mm-hmm. because I got to figure out how he's moving and what they like mm-hmm. about him. To be able to put the plan behind it, mm-hmm. so I couldn't sell you nothing for thirty nine ninety nine and tell you the steps because <clears throat> I I got to know the artist to Absolutely. figure out where we going. Sure. I mean, That's I, how it works. I think I just want to see. I'm just one of those people, man. Just want to see people <clears throat> win, man. Absolutely, you know Always. Always. like, like Always. I, I just like I tell my people all the time, like man, when I make it, I'm gonna be one of those people, man, that. Still gonna have an office here in Detroit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where I'm gonna be giving artists a, ch- a actual chance to showcase their talents mm-hmm. and you know, like stuff like what Floss be doing with the showcase and stuff like that. Like, like people may not look at it because they may look at it like it's a small scale. But what you're doing is he's setting the president of, exactly. you know, what I'm saying somebody you know, gets somebody it. gotta <laughs> somebody gotta be the one be like, you know what? Yeah, I may be up here, you know, but. I'm going to get back down here and I'm going to help lift my people Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Because at the Definitely. end of the day, if we all winning, you know, man, man, we... Can, can, can I, can I touch on that? it gives you a chance to see who's popping and who's what, who yeah. got And not next, only that, you know? but it gives everybody an opportunity to network, to build relationships, exactly. to rub elbows, just like we was talking about earlier. And to that point, yeah. what we were talking about earlier is just about cr- what 
creating an industry here because right. right now everybody is so solo dolo do, you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah so like if we work together and put everyone on yeah. it, part it, of it has to do with though what you just said you said you know well, when I'm up here I read the truth of the matter is ain't no such thing as up here and down here yeah definitely just feel me for a second mm-hmm. because for every dude that can up 50 grand and put it to his ear and say yo I'm, I'm like it get like me you got 20 other people around him that probably got 10 times more than that. And, and they he's just don't trying to come up. Exactly. To Jay-Z, I, I, would, I would imagine that everybody would imagine, oh, man, if I can get Jay-Z status, cool. His, his friends bro, is worth his, more. Man, what is billionaires <laughs> that Jay-Z couldn't, can't, can't rock with? So mm-hmm. it's not a, like, again, it's not a number one. It's, you, you what's gotta, your goal? You got to start now. Achieve. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Building. And, and don't look at it. It ain't no, it ain't no, uh, gold at the end of the rainbow for me. Cause it ain't mm-hmm. no end of my rainbow. Yeah. As long as I got breath, it's, that it's, bitch is going. Reach yeah, a goal, huh? then get Period. another goal. Then reach that goal, then get Period. another. Keep going, keep yeah, going, keep definitely. going. There is no end and there is no yeah. top. There is no number one. Cause once you get to your top, there's another top. There's always another level that Infinite. you can get to. Yeah. So there's always somebody on that level that's making you feel like you ain't this shit. Exactly. Cause the higher no you up you get, high, the higher up you can see, and you <laughs> exactly. like, damn, these not that shit. I didn't even know it was people oh, up here. <laughs> hold up, like, go, go to the clouds. It's an atmosphere. Reach the atmosphere. It's a stratosphere. For sure. After the stratosphere, it's, it's a, a universe. You feel and me? There's a, a lot of universes. Yeah, there's a lot of galaxies. It's a million yeah. stars. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's so, a lot of levels. There's a lot yeah, of levels. It don't stop. Well, I might be being quiet. You got to you got to join hey, in. Talk to y'all, us. Y'all really got everything covered. I'm, <laughs> learning, I'm learning from y'all. Right. Hey man, that look that's that's what it's about, man. I think it's about educating each other, that's man, what it is. and you know each uplift, other, not yourself, you know, each other, uplifting each other. You know, like 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 how he said, <laughs> man. You know, sometimes you got to be stingy, man. You know, and I can see how, you know, as an artist, you know, you could be like. Man, forget these motherfuckers, man. I'm gonna get my nope. money in. But at the end of the day, man, like I, I said, I see a bigger picture. I see, you know, like in my mind, well, my vision is I want to bring Motown back to Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just my personal vision. Like I want to create something where all these artists, like how we just said, a lot of people don't know what it takes. They don't know about publishing. Mm-hmm. They don't know about copyright. They don't know about marketing. They, I want to create something where they can come and actually get. What they need, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything they need, man, to help build their career. Motown and, never sure. left it. You know what I'm so, 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 so here's the thing. Um, we, we basically probably in the third market of popping in artists right now. Right. Definitely. Like, so but if you people, consider Motown back, it's back. Like, we have more Detroit artists that's popping than any other state, ever. really. Atlanta is up and, there, you know what I'm saying? But like New York don't even have as many artists as we do right yeah. now. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, we, I, I, we, I, we possibly second or third out here. Like, I, I ain't so talking much. like, Cali, I ain't Atlanta, talking like, Cali. But here's the thing. Detroit, but how? Florida but as soon as everybody get on, or they about yeah, to get but, on, but not. They got a lot of artists, but they ain't got as many as we got. that got names that's popular. Yeah, like we got we got a bunch of artists that's, that's out see, here I mean, that's in other cities. Royce, L, I mean, no, not even I'm I'm speaking on. I'm speaking on the side of babies, the yeah. the, the, the all star JRs, the snap yeah, we dogs. Do, we got a lot they of pop every, artists. Yeah, Marshall, sure. like, like for real. Like yeah. Like, but my I, thing is, is as people are coming up though, and, and I think that a lot of this kind of goes under the radar, but why, when <clears> as people are trying to start their career, trying to build it, they want to go to Atlanta. They want to go to Atlanta. They feel like they got to leave Detroit. So, and so, my thing so is, I, how do we I'm get that back this, where it's like, I want to go to can Detroit. I, can I, can I jump I'm on that one first? I go to, yeah. Can I jump on that one first? The only reason why I'm here in Detroit is because I love it and I got family here and, and, and I could, I could go and thrive anywhere else, but there's so much talent here. 
I would rather build it here and make them come the fuck here. If I go and I leave and then I and I'm chilling off in the hills and I'm looking at like me, I maybe it's just my conscience. I'm not okay with that. Now, right. I couldn't make a hundred million and then see talented motherfuckers like this around and be like, yeah, they should. Okay, okay, okay. so hold on. And, 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 and that's okay, what so, I'm saying. Listen, that's what I'm so, saying. So, so with mm. that being said, I feel y'all, but so there's there's a a, a, a guy who says, you know, I want to make a million dollars. I want to ride through the hood, show everybody I got a Bentley. Die. And you're gonna egg, die. Egg fucking exactly. In so, thirty seconds. So, you're gonna so die. what happens is you only rich around broke people. And when you get rich, the broke people are going to get you. Yeah. So what happens is if you in Detroit and you get to so far, you got to leave. But yeah, so, so let's take Big Sean, for instance. He he would love to come back. But I guarantee you he stay here within a year. Something's going to happen. <clears throat> It's, it's, it's going to happen, see, but see, see, I don't know. I, a, I, I think that's the reason why Atlanta is popping because a lot of them artists, man, they they get on and they stay there. They and they but they, they have a whole community. So listen, let's say this: Georgia, Cobb County, Decatur, Fayetteville, Buckhead, Duluth, all of them within the state. We got Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Then you got your Flint and them, but those are separate. Right. So in Atlanta. Within they they consider Georgia the whole thing that moves, so they kind of like all like moving as they supposed to move. Yeah. yeah, here it's only Detroit, right? So we we like what is seven hundred thousand people here, probably yeah, seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <clears throat> that ain't shit. Yeah, and the thing is too in Georgia they have a whole community, like all of the artists, all of the, people, all all of the movers and shakers, too, they all stick together. So ain't nothing happening to them because they all. But, but you know, but they're not being rich around broke people. They created. They have a deal with Jeezy. They created. They're not doing that here. not doing And it's valuable there. We don't have a market yet. Yeah, that's that's right. There's not a market. There's no money to be made. here. How do you build that market? How do you develop that industry? You gotta leave. I mean, I feel like the I feel like the biggest answer there ain't no record labels here. No, not, see, e- not even yeah, that. Ain't even but about that. The, the really, the really build the market here. You got to grab the whole Midwest because it got to be feasible. Yeah, if it yeah, don't make money, I don't want to fuck with it. Yeah, that makes sense. So it yeah. has to be the whole Midwest. Then, okay, now it's profitable. Mm-hmm. But without it, Detroit, why would you dump a million dollars into anything? Right. I mean, Besides I, real estate, I, I think it just take for you know somebody to just start it. You see, know like, what I'm saying? I, I, like, I, 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 don't, have, I don't have a problem. Listen, it's first not of necessarily all, that. I wouldn't have a problem. With with a couple people getting together and and ambassadoring the the, the situation like somebody got to see because I'm not worried about you know it had nothing to do with money about no motherfucking hood around here because I'm not in competition with nobody I ain't got no beef with no motherfucking body and if anything any I mean, one of these hood motherfuckers look it, no, no 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 I'm not I'm not saying that no I'm not saying I can't be touched anybody can be touched no my point of it is is if they got if they got the hood money and they got they all of that. What's wrong with being like, look, we know you got this and you running this or whatever. Let me tell you, because guess what? I'm connected here. I'm connected in Miami. I'm connected here. Maybe I can help you if you will listen to what it is that I'm saying. Maybe mm-hmm. I can help you get mm-hmm. your music heard in these other yep. areas. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. When you're making the records like, you know, Finkel this, you know, Pearson is this, like you're making, and I don't got no disrespect to any one of the hoods, but when you make music that's centered around that hood, you're putting a ceiling on your own shit. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, I agree with that. Hold on, let me finish. You this, are, but you're not. No, you're not. No, to, to a degree, because we, we, the whole we, world we, screams Joy Row, bitch. But that's one out of a million. That's one out of a million. That's one out of a million. How many songs go, how many new artists pop up a year? No, no, you don't understand what I'm saying. I'm saying that's, 
you can't what I'm Grizzly, Grizzly, what he did was phenomenal. It's one out of a million. What I, I'm gonna pose you this question: Who in Australia knows or gives a fuck about Jerome. Puritan? Bro, I feel no, like I said it. Hold on, nigga, hold on. I, I mean, said it. Like two days ago, like two days ago, I just heard, I just heard two Grizzly security tell me after he get off, after he get off parole in like eight days, he's going to China in in a couple in a couple no, weeks. No, 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 Grizzly is solid. I'm not talking about T Grizzly. No, no, he everybody knows because he he didn't. First of all, I don't know half the what half the stuff I be listening to mean anyway. So that's not <laughs> a valid big, reason. So, so generation, it's a generational thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Basically, yeah. once no, you I, get I, on, listen. if you get big enough to a platform to apply that, then you can get away with it. Right. But starting off, starting off, you can't yes, get away with it. I agree. That's 100%. what he basically. That's what I'm saying. Because yes. Eminem damn show had the whole world thinking Eight Mile was a block, like Seven Mile or something. Right. He thought it was houses. I grew up on Eight Mile. Like there's no. That's where I'm from. Eminem had more. I mean, I. I feel like at this point, though, at, at, like, this point, at? at yeah. this point in the like, streaming industry, that don't matter no more. Like, if so many people just listen to Detroit music at this point, that don't matter no more. Detroit music is getting probably half of the most views on YouTube. Versus Grizz, all the Grizz bloke the, not bloke even the just not rate, even just him, you know? just in general. Like, out of all the, all the, all the artists <laughs> not signed, Detroit artists is probably getting the most views on YouTube. No, Detroit popping right now. Yeah, Detroit for sure. There's no argument popping. that. I just, I, I definitely I ain't gonna lie. That. This is my only thing I'm gonna say. Detroit cool. <laughs> The art is cool, but they just don't know how to spend their money, man. Like, Definitely. Yeah. They, either that or they ain't spending no money. So well, Most of them think they can buy shit. You for, can't just buy for, it. For a long time until they figure that out, our scene ain't going to really be what so it's what supposed to be. So what you feel like they, they were spending their money on that they shouldn't be? Or Change. how should they You know, be? they just want to get icy and, uh-huh. and do the video shoot with all the drink in there. And it's like, nigga... That just you a got like that, that That's shit. publicity, though. Like, that, like we, 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 Detroit, we the... Ball and shining cap and little gator. All I'm saying but is, what he's saying is, is they you can't spend that, more money on your videos than you spend on promotion. Yeah. Well, breaking bread with so the DJs. Basically, basically, what he's breaking down is how can you have a $200,000 car in a $50,000 house? I'm just the saying, niggas not backwards. spending no hey, money in but marketing. I, I, I can say, shit. But I can say the DJ era dead, bro. I can say the DJ era dead. The DJ era is no. close well, to dead. Well, the DJ era is dead. YouTube and Spotify compete. But DJ is, is, is there. So. Apple Music killed that shit. It's still always going to be gatekeepers to the bro. music not shit where you, you got to grease the right palm. No, you don't, bro. Yeah, Look at 6 9 He don't like nobody. Bro. Man, all that you shit don't is a don't know what money that man spent. All that shit is a You don't know what money that man spent. Behind the scenes. That shit is spent. He's spending 6 9 probably got a person with a bag, man, that spent the bank. You don't know what Treyway and all of those All that shit he doing is a That's why he keep getting them number one hits. He's spending money on it. Like at the end of the day, like Detroit, all they care about is views. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a view. No, it's not all that matter. That's not uh, all that matters. No, hold on, hold on, listen, hold on, hold on. I'm going to just tell you no, this. That's, 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 that's Sada Baby matter. got views, but it's a lot of people who still don't know him. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, no. You got to understand that. He got, how many, I don't know how much. 25 million my man. Man. last on the block party. They, but a lot of people million. still don't know this man. So I, I just want people to understand, like Detroit got to understand the views is going to be the views. But you gotta understand how to kick down the door and go to Ohio or go to I was, look, I was go just, to Chicago I was just and say just that. Move, so niggas don't want to do that. Niggas don't want to get around. on that bus yeah. and do it like how they used to do. Rock stars used to do but it back in the day. I, I, get on you the almost bus, don't have to in the streaming era, bro. You yeah. can literally just make videos and put them on bro. YouTube all but, day. That's yeah. you, you know what's up with that. 
I, I completely disagree. At the end of the day, you, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this. I just yes, watched. I just, bro, I just I watched like Top Pussy video. Saw that DZ drop a new video every three days. Top Pussy video up DZ, two days ago on Worldstar. They got 1.5 million views. True. I would. I would. Let me. Okay. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Right, right. World Star views can be bought too, though. <clears throat> but World Star, yeah, nobody care about World Star views. Listen, hold on, check this out. Views. Check this out. It's so, show money to me. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not even saying this to brag because look, artist wise around here, for me, nobody would probably know because I didn't even put. But guess what? At the end of the day, the right deal, y'all wouldn't even know. Ice Cube just picked two of my records for the big three. I'm singing on them, spitting on them, produce one of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. The big three is a is a is a huge platform. Y'all That's know what that teams. is. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that mother gonna be pumping through the the, the seasons, the advertisements, that's and stuff money. like that. That is a platform that's outside of Detroit. That when it's out there, they, it's just gonna look like I popped out of nowhere. No, I'm right. back channels. Right. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I ain't nowhere near out there inside a baby and none of that shit. But when it when it go, it's going on the right platform. But it ain't even just about the music. But I think to that <clears> point, <throat> I mean, every, everybody has a lane, right? So Niggas I think for certain no logos, they don't be having nothing <laughs> around be, here. I'm all about having your shit together. Get money, fuck hoes. Hey, but you know what though? Like like I said, man, niggas don't be wanting to put in that work, man. Like you said, they just think like they just think. Oh, I I go in the booth, get a beat, get a beat from RJ, go in the booth, spit on that bitch, motherfucker, do a fucking video and put it up on YouTube, and bam, I'm a fucking rap. Wait, and the money in the shows. Local artists, a lot of local artists don't see themselves getting past Detroit. Like a lot yeah. of these guys don't care about. Yeah, I think a lot of people. Like, I didn't. I didn't pay to get on a show with what's the name? Greasy. Ball Greasy. He, it was in Atlanta in a small fucking Albany. venue, and I went down there and spent about five thousand, probably more than they paid him, just on travel, security, everything that was doing. But when I performed my song, them small that five seven hundred people that was there. They felt me like I was a huge artist. We right. giving out shirts. Church artists they was don't loving us. even try to attempt to go nowhere to perform because exactly. they cool yeah. being at Club Truth yep, on stage. And I think yep. a cool lot of artists get yeah. super comfortable with either social clout or with their local fan base, and they have no like really hunger or ambition to to escape beyond that and to get outside of that. Um, or they don't have whatever whether it's Something the ambition scared, or like, like, it's, absolutely it's, it's, because it's a lot of motherfuckers in Detroit scary. who ain't really been outside of Detroit. Right. Period. So they just are comfortable. I guess what. But here's the thing, it's easy to be a big <laughs> ass fish in a small pond, but can you be a big fish in a big pond? And that's the thing. So like I think it's a lot of artists who feel like they big shit because they're doing something just in the city. Because but everybody in the city the know city. who they is. And so they I think they just get stuck on that illusion. Like you said, you know, he ain't got as probably many views as DZ or Sada Baby probably got on the video. But like you said, Ice Cube just picked up two of his songs. Where he probably gonna make a a, a check off of, Period. you know what I'm yeah, saying? So I think shows we get caught up, week. but you know, you know we get caught up in this illusion. Bro, like, we, we went to some yeah. the movie How festival. Many shows we you got? Yeah, like I'm popping pop in the what, city. What so you know, that movie festival we went to in South by Southwest. South by Southwest, right? We went to South by Southwest. It was artists there that's getting real money that we never ever seen, never knew anything about, and. We come home and then everybody screaming celebrate. I love celebrate my guy. I talk yeah. to him. I see him. I respect him. But sometimes it's you, like you said, get your money. Like I just get money, fuck hoes. But then on the same token, I'm mad that we keep going back to that. You still gotta, you still gotta, 
promote yourself. Sada, sure. he, he did his own thing with the promo. He mm-hmm. dropped RJ, the you got to drop a shirt now. You got to, bro. He dropped you 100 videos. But you know, he but did you, what he had to do to get that fan base that he got. Like, I was there. I I, I was at uh, the Fillmore when him and T. Grizzly did it. It was predominantly white people at the fucking venue that was knew every word that came uh-huh. out this man's mouth. So they got their... Their platform that they working mm-hmm. on and that they doing they building so I'm proud of them respect for to that you know what I'm saying but yeah. for like a lot of a lot of a lot of these other local artists it's like hard for us to see where they going like I just not started <clears throat> to see Jr. moving through Ohio and yeah. Indiana and my people from Wisconsin I called my uncle like man you know this Jr. got they love him down here so you got to build your brand. And a lot of people don't know how to build their brand. For sure. And that's why, and that's why I, I, mean. I like how, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, JR moving good. But you see what he's doing. He got logos. He, he, you he know working. He's he putting that shit everywhere. Yeah. Like, okay, I go back quick. to what I was it's saying. It's bigger than just wait, Real yourself. quick, real quick. We got to wrap this up. And that's why this is going to be like a part. This is going to be a three-part series because it's like a lot of conversation that need to have it. But I want to give everyone an opportunity <clears> to like 20, 30 seconds. Shout out who you are, where people can find you, and any projects that you want to bring uh that you want to promote or anything. So we'll start with you, Limelight. Um, I mean, I ain't really got nothing I'm promoting. You know what I'm saying? We working. I got Boss Man Jay up under me. E-Modest right now running with me. I got Oba Rolling running with me too. So If people want to follow you on oh social, how can they find uh, you? DJ Limelight's with a Z. Okay, we cool. we just moving. Yo, uh, Instagram. I am underscore L-Y-R-I-Q. Look me up. Fuck with me. Um, I'm dropping mixtape, dropping EP. Um, I just did a Kendrick remix. That's a... That's that's out there, but a couple of my artists, Kylie, Drew Peckett, Pretty Line, you know what I'm saying? We getting it. So just Perfect. uh you can reach me on IG at uh I am underscore money game DJ. Um pretty much I just want to shout out the whole team, the whole money game, man. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We got a movie we just did with um with Beasley, you know, we wanna call child support, so you know, we got that dropping. Fat boy got his E P dropping. Me so, and Mike Wayne got one. You know, so yeah, we working. Okay, cool. Floss a lot. Instagram, floss a lot. Um, Federation Music Group. We got we got a few artists about to drop, but basically everything coming next year. So just Instagram, floss a lot. So stay tuned. Cool. Yeah. MGM Fat Boy. I got Rogue No More on all digital outlets. Uh, I got a song called Nervous. I'm about to drop on the radio this week. I got my own strip club, Fantasy Island on Michigan Ave. I'm waiting on RJ to he owe me two beats. <laughs> I'm getting money fucking hoes and shit. He owe me some beats right now. You better get my fucking beats together. And, uh, I mean, pretty much just living life and enjoying, you know, this is the best that God allowed me to, you know, every day, my kids. So shout out to Rule, E-Modest, yes, Mike, Mike, Big O, everybody that, you know, been rocking with us. All the fans, you know, we're going to keep on working. Shout out to all the DJs that play our shit. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, de- definitely right. big up to the DJs. Everybody sip a limelight because you don't got none of my music. <laughs> <laughs> I quit, though. I quit. Right. <laughs> and I'm RJ Lamont, a.k.a. RJ Always Tripping. And I ain't really got nothing to promote. I, uh, I'll just tell you the last couple records I got coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, I did a record with uh, Lil Baby coming out in the next couple weeks. I did a record with Chris Brown coming out like around the 16th, 17th. And I just did like four records with like Chief Key. That's so that's up. like Good that's shit. like the shit that's popping right Good now. Shit. Outside of that, doing y'all all so the local much. shit. Thank y'all so much for coming on the show. It's been a great conversation. RJ, you I'm money for hoes. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get money for hoes. Hey yo, ambitious to go get this. That handle business. The up and rising. This is the motivation, the dedication, the inspiration. This is entrepreneur making her own moves, making her own rules. This is. 
is cool. What Amber, Bro, this is. Daddy playing in private.